it's me, it's me, it's the D-O-double-G, the road dog, Jesse James, and by my side, as always, is that B-A-double-D-A-double crooked letter, badass Billy Gut. Together we are the New Age Outlaws, and you're listening to the VOC Nation. And if you ain't down with that, he's got two words for you. Suck it. VOC Nation provides live daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with the hosts and guests by phone call, email, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts include the legendary Ken Resnick, you probably remember from the AWA and WWE, former WCW performer, the Maestro, Wes Briscoe, who you probably remember from Impact, Brady Hicks, who you remember from Pro Wrestling Illustrated, former WWE and TNA star, Shelly Martinez, and former Philly radio personality, Bruce Wirt. VOC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling With History, featuring Ken Resnick and Bruce Wirt, streaming live on Wednesday nights at 9.30 Eastern, and of course, In the Room, featuring Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks and WCW alum, The Maestro. And by the way, both of these shows take callers live during the show. What are you waiting for? Go listen live right now at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all of our podcasts by searching for VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. Oh, and follow them on Twitter, too, at VOC Nation. It's Tuesday, it's 3 o'clock, and you know what that means. Time for Shelly Live with your hostess with the mostest, Shelly from Cali on VOCNation.com. Ugh, man alive. Today's such a bitch, and it continues to right now. What's going on, you guys? I'm for Shelly Live here on the VOC Nation. I am your hostess with the mostest, Shelly from Cali. So here's the thing. I don't know if you guys saw on Twitter, I was like, oh, you know, I've been in, I've been in a salty mood. It was this morning, and then I post, um, or I film some videos. I post one on my new blog channel. Go to my Twitter to find the link. Fred. Oh, you guys. So I felt like when I did my videos, I got a lot out. But there were still certain things that were still kind of bugging me. So I was just like, you know what? Why not just bitch about things? Make this like a, oh, my gosh, Fred. Rant kind of video. Video. Oh, my goodness. Rant kind of um, episode about just different things that are bothering me, that are pissing me off, in hopes that, like, I can just, like, release it into the universe and, like, be done with it. And so here's the thing. So Fred here, who... Is just having a hard time. Now he's 20 years old. I'm so grateful that he's alive. But it's a lot. Like right now, I'm very frustrated because I keep trying to help him stand up and he's falling down. And I think he needs to poop, but I'm not sure. And then when I finally get him to stand and like be on his own, he just wants to lay down. And I don't know. And then when he tries to get up, and then he was, you know, antsy because just a minute ago we were inside the house where it's nice and air-conditioned, by the way. And I had him on my lap, and I was like, okay, Fred, let me just get – Fred, please, let's just get through this. Like, let me do my little podcast, and then we'll go outside, whatever. So then he started throwing farts. <laughs> so I was like, well, maybe he has to poop. And so as those commercials were going on before I came on, 
I was like in a panic because I didn't know if he was going to start pooping or what. And now all he wants to do is just lay down and I feel, watch, we're going to go inside right now. And once we get in there and once everything's all settled, I bet you anything he's going to poop. And that's not going to be the right place to poop, nor the right time. But I guess that's the trade-off for having a senior pet. And I'll take that trade-off. You know, I do have moments where it's very frustrating. It's very draining. But I'd rather go through all this than not to have them, you know. So, yeah, I bitch and moan and complain. And it's all valid. But... If that's what I got to go through to still have Fred, then I'll go through it, you know. Okay, Fred, you just need to relax. You know, I don't like to, I have this, Danielle has this calming spray for him. It's natural and everything. But um, I just don't like to overuse it. Like, I don't like to use it even, like, every day. I just like to use it when need be. I think I'm just going to give him a couple little sprays right now. So hold on a second. It's called Rescue Remedy Spray. Okay, good. I'm just making sure. <laughs> As past episodes have proven, I wanted to make sure I wasn't on mute or anything. Okay, Fred, let me give him two sprays. One, two. There, buckle my shoe. Merch, just take a little nap, and they'll take care of you afterwards. Ay, ay, ay. So anyways, how are you guys doing? <laughs> How's it going out there? Now, like I said, if that's what I have to go through to have Fred, that's fine. And to be honest with you, when Fred's health started to really decline and it became, it used to be Ethel. Ethel was the one with the health problems. She was the one that, like, it was hard to, like, you know, it was a lot. It was a lot taking care of her. But up until, like, the end for her. I mean, she was able to walk and stuff like that. So when Fred started having issues with like walking and things like that, that's when I was just like, Oh my gosh. And it's so draining because I think I've talked about it on here before. Um, not only, it's not just about like, I have to keep getting up to help him because truth be told, I stand a good portion of my day. So it's not even about like getting up, sitting down, like getting up, sitting down and I keep having to help him. It's more about I'm afraid he's going to break his own neck from falling because he falls really gnarly. What the deal is with Fred is his back legs are still pretty strong, but it's his front legs. So his front legs give out a lot, and he goes neck first into the freaking floor all the freaking time. And when he falls, whether it's on his neck or sometimes he'll do this side thing on his, like, leg, his back leg, it sounds really loud. And then sometimes he'll hit at the bottom of his chin. And it's so sad because, like, he'll make, like, a face. It's so sad. You know what, Merch? I'm so sorry for you right now. You're being a good boy, so I'm going to go get you some treats. But, um, you know, so that's where my frustration comes in when he gets, like, super antsy and I'm not quite sure what he needs. Because I'm afraid he's going to kill his damn self. You know what I mean? And it's just like, oh, my gosh. I couldn't imagine. There's been times where I'm like, oh, my gosh. And he's just so old. All it takes is to fall just right on his neck. And there's, that's it, you know, or something else that's, like, 
you know, what if it's a rib or something like that? You know, it it ain't going down like that. Fred Mertz is going to be like Rose from the Titanic. He's going to go peacefully just like Ethel did. Here you go, buddy. And that's that. He's not going to accidentally kill himself or get killed by the coyote or get taken by the birds, the birds of prey. <laughs> those are my, those are my, uh, or Fred's actually, his uh, issues that we have to live with, you know, making sure all those things are taken care of. Fred, you're such a good boy, though. Damn it, you're so handsome. Okay, now let's get back on track. So uh, this morning and yesterday morning, I woke up feeling really, really sick. Now, for those of you that don't know this, I have been battling immunity issues my entire life, um, specifically GI issues. Um the big effect that I feel from that is I feel nauseous. So when I discovered, I talked about this on my um, daily vlog on YouTube, when um, I discovered marijuana and the beauty that it had in my life, that was the main beauty it had is that it helped me with my stomach. And I still use it that way, but there's times where, it's just, it is what it is, and it helps. It makes it feel better, but it still, like, doesn't always, like, take it away. You know what I mean? And I really feel that there's a lot of different um, components to my stomach and the issues that I have with it. One is my legit health issues with it, you know. Um, I feel I'm no doctor or anything, but I almost died when I was a baby. Uh, I was in the hospital for a long time after my mom gave birth to me. And so I feel like I was just born with, like, issues with, like, my nervous system and my stomach. And then throw in there all the crazy-ass trauma and things of that nature that I've dealt with in my life. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's it's no bueno. (laughs) I make it work. Make it work. But, um you know, and yes, for those of you that listened last week, I did do the thing with my hands right now. So um, I make it work and everything, but it's a lot. And that's why I kind of thought that maybe if I came on here today and just talked about a bunch of things, some of them are petty. So it's kind of embarrassing to admit to you guys, but I guess my whole point was is A, I feel if I just let it out, then I'll feel better, right? And then B, I'm sharing with you guys kind of my thought process and how I break things down. And then C, I hope that some people can relate and maybe can get something, gain something positive out of my, my dumbass. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, you know, and that's, that's the thing too, is like, I think one of the reasons why I end up making myself sick versus just my body having some sort of reaction or whatever happens to when I deal with these issues. But um, it's like, I almost wonder because I do keep things in a lot, that that's what that like festering is. And then that's why, again, I've said it a million times on here, people think I'm just like this, oh, so outspoken girl and like blah, blah, blah. But it's like, it's, especially with something very serious, it's scary to me. And, um, you know, I've learned to 
let the scary part not take over to where it holds me back from saying whatever I feel I need to say. And a lot of times for me in my daily, something that I don't talk about are like the petty little things that bother me. Because I feel like if I say it out loud, even to myself, like no one's listening, it's not a video, it's not a podcast, no one's home, it's just me and Fred. If I were to just be like talking to Fred, you know, I don't know about you guys. Do you guys talk to your pets? Do you talk to them? I know a lot of people do. I am one of them for sure. And if I were to sit here and talk to Fred and just be like, oh, you know, this, this, and this is bothering me, I can't believe. And not even, like, just in, like, the raw feelings, you know, how we have as humans, like, in the moment we're, like, you know, you really feel like saying, are you freaking kidding me? This is bothering me and blah, 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 blah. But you kind of throw yourself in check a little bit, right? And so when you're sharing your feelings about things that are bothering you, I don't know about you, but sometimes I will just more likely, I'll think about what I have, what's bothering me first, even if I'm real passionate or butthurt over it. And I'll say, well, I'll think carefully before, like, what I'm going to say. And if I were to be talking to Fred about something petty, it would be like, look, Fred, I don't know why this is bothering me. This is what's up. It's affected me. I know it shouldn't be. I know I shouldn't let it. But this is just why I'm mad. Even just like that, some of these issues I'm going to share with you guys, for even even thinking about things in these terms towards disrupting me, whether it's disrupting my peace or making me angry or, or whatever, you know what I mean? And um, one of the things that bothered me today, like, see, I'm already doing it. See, I'm already doing it. I'm trying to think before I speak because I think you always should, by the way. You should always think before you speak because, you know what, it's not even about you don't want to say something you'll regret. It's about control. There's, there's such a power behind controlling your emotions. Does it mean you still don't get pissed, upset, you know, heartbroken, disappointed, let down? No. But if you learn how to control your emotions and, like, if something's making you feel something, okay, why am I feeling this way? And you kind of filter through it and you take control over it. There's such a power behind that. And I say that with confidence because different times in my life, from when I was a kid to adolescence to young adulthood to middle adulthood to the old fart I am today, it's like I've gone through different waves of not letting things bother me and looking at things in a positive light and controlling my emotions. And that's why I'm able to do those things. And then times where I'm just so fed up with everything, I say, of it. And I don't care. And that's when I end up getting in a very bad mood for many years and kind of lose sight of who I truly am. Because even though it's not easy, who I am is somebody who I know how to control myself. I know how to control my feelings and emotions. But I think that part of why that's a hard thing to do is moments like this where it's like realizing I'm keeping so much in because I don't want to feed those energies, right? But I can't help that they're bothering me. So it's like, what do you do? How do you feel? How do you go about it? How do you attack the situation? How do you solve it? And I know the, for me, 
the main ingredient is controlling your emotions. So I'm controlling my emotions right now. I might get a little heated when I get into a couple things, but that's just because I'm really getting into what I'm about to say, what I'm about to share with you guys. And, you know, nobody, you know, everyone likes a good storyteller, right? <laughs> that here was just like, okay, you know, so then this thing happened and then blah, blah, blah. It'd be fine enough. But if I can just draw you guys in, it's like a match. If I can draw you guys in, that's what I'm going for here. Because you know what? At the end of the day, even these stupid, petty little things that bother me, I'm going to share with you guys right now. The world's crazy. Who even knows what the freaking future is for civilization as we know it? You know, it's forever changed. We know that for sure, right? But we don't even know what that means. What the hell does that even mean? And so why not, I felt like, why not just take a moment to, like I said, vent with you guys about how I feel, things that are bothering me. But I guess do it in a entertaining kind of way, I guess you could say. So that um, maybe I can bring you guys a couple of laughs. Maybe you'll crack a smile, you know? Because <laughs> that's the name of the game for me. I live to make people laugh and smile. That's just what's up. Okay, so first of all, yesterday. Let's talk about yesterday, okay? Yesterday I woke up feeling completely sick. Ugh, it's just a part of my life. That's what's up. So then... um you know, towards the middle of the day, I was able to kind of kick out a little bit. I was filming a lot of different things that I needed to film for my secret society and for some of my OnlyFans. So when I was kind of at the tail end of that, that's when my sickness came right back around. And it was really annoying. And then it never went away until, like, also, oh, you know what, truth be told, Right before, I would say about 30 minutes before I came on here live with you guys, I had my lunch, I had some soup, and it made me feel so much better. And last night, that same thing happened. Like, for dinner, I had soup, and for a good, like, hour or two, I felt better. And then when I woke up this morning, I felt completely sick again. So um, yesterday when I was in it, I don't know why. Okay, let me think about why. Let me just kind of go back. So I think, oh, yes, yes, yes. Okay. Somebody that I follow on Twitter, they had retweeted or liked a post that this other person I know post. And I don't follow this person anymore. I haven't followed them in a while. And truth be told, the reason why I unfollowed them, here comes the petty part. The reason why I unfollowed them is because one day I went to go write them and um, I couldn't remember what their exact candle was. So I put their name in the search and then when their profile popped up, I went to the profile page to, you know, tweet them. And it was like tweeting about like this match that I had with them that was like, I was just thinking of it that day. It was real like, it was like reminiscing, you know, and I was like, Oh, that bitch unfollowed me. Okay. Well, that's cool. I'll unfollow her. And it wasn't just like, Oh, because she unfollowed me, I'm going to unfollow her. Leading up to that, there was little moments. Um, some of those moments were like 
when you know, I do, I haven't really been focusing on my Shelly Martinez.net blogger page lately because I've been trying to get my secret society and OnlyFans in order. But there was a time where I was really like on it because um, you know it's fun for me. I love doing it. I've always wanted to. You know, I'm a dot com kind of person, and um, you know there is a little money to be made. I mean, with AdSense, it takes a lot. Like you really have to get a lot of freaking. Are you okay, Fred? Are you okay? You have to get a lot of um, <clears throat> views to make money on there. So I wasn't, like, trying to, like, what the hell was that? What was that noise? That was weird. Oh, wow, that was weird. Anyways. Hmm. So, um, you know, I was really, sorry, Fred, he just fell. I was really focused on um, trying to build that up, and that's when this chick, she hit me up, and she was just kind of asking me, like, you know, oh, that's what it was. I farted. Did you guys hear that? It sounded like when I was walking with him right now to see if he needed to uh, drink some water, it sounded like, <laughs> it's, I, I hope it came through, but it sounded like like there was, like, a man that went, oh. Anyways, here, friend, you need a poop? There. <laughs> you guys can only see us right now. My goodness. So, anyways, um, you know, she would ask me advice on, like, you know, how to do the blog thing, blah, 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 blah. And um, one of the, those, I, I'm trying to remember, if I remember correctly, her direct message to me was pretty much tell me how to do this so I can do it. And then when I sent her, like, links to things that, like, are you going to poop or not, Greg, to help her with that information, she didn't want to read. She wanted me to just tell her. And I'm like... I don't even know you that well. Like, that's kind of ballsy, you know what I mean? But whatever, I like the girl. So I was like, whatever, maybe I'm just, like, being sensitive about it. I don't know. And then there was a time, like, a year or so after that, I had reached out to her again. Fred, are you not going to poop? I reached out to her, and I was just like, hey, you know, um, I don't know if you still are going to go forward with, like, doing the blog thing, but... You know, I've been seeing your stuff, and, like, I think this part of your life's really unique, and maybe um, there's something there with that, you know? Didn't hear anything from her, and I was like, okay. And um, then I had made some posts on my Instagram. This is before Instagram, like, took my Instagram page away. And um, she, I had posted on there, like, some edibles, like some really good edibles I had had, and some date pens or something. And then she hit me up, and she was just like, oh, you know, um, can you get me some, blah, blah, blah. I was like, well, yeah, banking, like, if you're in California, you know. And then she wanted me to mail them. And I was just like, no, I'm not cool with that. Like, I'm like, that's illegal, you know. So after that, that's when I didn't hear from her anymore. And so I was just, so that's when I saw the unfollows on the Twitter. And so I was like, you know what? I'm unfollowing her because she was kind of weird about the blogging. Then she was like, you know, 
oh, can you get me this, you know, marijuana product? And I was like, no. And then she just, like, ignores me. And I'm just like, okay. And then she just, she unfollowed me. So apparently, like, she used to follow me. So, you know, okay. And um, that's when I saw her picture yesterday. So that's why if you saw my tweet were about people who have wanted me to send them some stuff. And like I said, no, and how they're weird about it. Because then there was this other girl who um, she was the young reality TV. I had become friends with her. The same thing. Like, she saw that um, it was when I was trying to do the CBD thing, like selling CBD stuff. But it was just was too much. It wasn't worth putting my energy into at that time. Um, so, and plus the way I felt about the CBD thing is it's kind of turned into like, I don't know. It just became like such a fad. I'm like, is this like, I don't know. It, it turned me off. Like I, I was, I'm all about CBD and the use of CBD when it's first of all, real CBD. And it's not like this like fad thing. And like all these companies that wanted to like, they wanted me to just be like a influencer for them. You know what I mean? And it was like, dude, like, anyway, so when I was doing that, that's when this other chick hit me up and she was just like, oh, you know, can you mail me some stuff? And at first I was like, you know, I thought of it. And then I was just like, dude, I can get into big trouble because a lot of times people think, oh, California. Well, as soon as you step foot on like um, an airport, for example, that is no longer state. It's federal. So if you go, let's say, to the airport and, like, some people say, oh, you know, they let you have marijuana if you're traveling within California. No, they don't. No, they don't. You can get in trouble big time because even though you're still in California, let's say you're going up north or you're up north and you're going down south, that airplane flight, that airplane flight, (laughs) what else is it going to be? That airplane ride is federal, not state. You know what I mean? So then when I told her no, she unfollowed me. And it's just like, what is wrong with you, girl? Like, who do you think you ladies are that, first of all, I need to do this for you or you're going to get all mad? And second of all, it's against the law. I wish it wasn't. It shouldn't be. I should be able to be like, hey, yeah, boom. But it is, it's not that way. And it's not going to ever be that way. you got to bring your ass to California or somewhere else that is one of those states that's legal. It's not my problem. And it really hurt my feelings because I'm like, I, again, this is my whole thing and it's something that I'm working on. But it's like, dude, you're a girl. And you're going to do me dirty like that? And not like, oh, it's so dirty. But more like it's like the, the vibes behind it. It's like, oh, because you didn't get your way? Like, Ew. Ew, 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 ew. I can't. So that's yesterday why I went on that little rant of like, oh, people of the cannabis. And then the other day I made a post saying, I asked, um, it was a poll actually on Twitter. And I had said, um, actually, I'll pull it up right now. Why the hell not, right? So then I can write, I can read you guys verbatim. But, damn, I tweeted a lot since then. Let's see if I can find it. Ew, that speaker. We have a speaker over here, and it's making some weird noise. Me and my noises. First friend. <laughs> With, it sounded like a ghost. <laughs> it sounded like a ghost fart. Okay. Um, let's see. 
I should have had it. See, I always do this to you guys. I'm sorry. I should be more prepared. I think this is going too far back now. You know what? I'll just go over here in my mentions. Let's see here. If you guys are listening, tweet me what you think about all this, too. Let's see here. Oh, man, come on, dude. I got to find it. It was a good. One. It was, I was asking what people thought of. Um, here we go. Oh, no, that's not it. The people thought of wrestlers who make their gimmick a religious one. And when you talk to them about it themselves, they're like, oh, that makes me uncomfortable. And I thought it was really interesting some of the um, replies that I got for that, you know, because not only did people vote, but they also chimed in if I can freaking find it I tweet so damn much <laughs> if you're not following me Shelly from Cali on the Twitter let's see here dang it oh yeah yeah one day ago okay and then they got to say here's the thing that I get a kick out of is when people that like start fighting with each other on my timeline and then when you guys are fighting and arguing with each other and I started the tweet it's like difference of opinion. Like I'll say something and then someone will like either agree or disagree. And then somebody will agree or disagree with whatever they're saying. And then, um, and then like, they'll keep going back and forth. And sometimes it gets really nasty and I'm like, Oh my gosh, can I like untag myself? And then someone like, I really haven't used that because sometimes I'm just like, whatever, dude. And to be honest with you, I haven't really been on Twitter. That Where is this tweet? When I say be on it, I mean, I'll tweet, but then, then that's it. Then I'll put my phone away. Like, I'll tweet something, and then, like, I, here we go. Finally. It was four days ago. Okay, question for wrestling fans. If someone's gimmick is based around a certain religion, do you find it, if, if in real life they say, don't talk to me about God. It makes me uncomfortable. Or is it just another gimmick, brother? 45% of you says, it doesn't bother me. 11% of you says, oh, because here's what I put. doesn't bother me. Person seems fake to me. It's just wrestling. What a sellout. We had 222, ooh, 222 votes. And um, there's actually two days and 14 hours. Left. Oh, I put a whole week on that one. So if you guys still want to chime in on that. Um, maybe we'll bring it up next week. Maybe. But uh, 45% of you say it doesn't bother me. 11% says people or a person seems fake to me. 43% says it's just wrestling. And 1% says what a sellout. And then some of the comments uh, we have at Dmania49 says gimmicks are just that gimmicks. A lot of times, especially in WWE, wrestler gimmicks are pushed upon them and they're, not ex- and they're expected to make them work. It's not always a reflection of who they are. At the big chill says that's hard. I feel like the gimmick can end up being anything. It depends on how the wrestler portrays it. Nuisance, brother. <laughs> I appreciate that one. And then we got at Vader Ripina. Uh, it doesn't bother me in the least. We got at Tiger King two 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 two. People get offended by the slightest things. It's crazy, but it's just wrestling. We have at Arthur Marriott. It's understandable, but understandable from my perspective my religious beliefs are very personal to me and I choose to have I choose not to have those conversations with just anyone so in that sense at 0 50 44 says 50 50 um at 
Tim Vicious says a little bit of it. Wait, a little bit of it doesn't bother me, and a little bit of it's just wrestling. All right. And then we have at double R909. It's a bit old-fashioned. Wrestling needs to evolve a bit. Then we have at Cherokee Sunbath. My indie work reflections reflected my own religious beliefs, but that's not always the case. Some people believe in cave fave anyway. And then we have at Steve Buzz 1989. Who do you have in mind? Seth Rollins. JBL. Actually, no and no. Do they both portray a character that's religious? I don't know. I'm not sure. So at BMTB says, wrestling is still outlawed these days. I wouldn't give the person too much grief. As long as there are other wrestlers out there using the genitalia in their match, use vomit, obscene things to get over. Wrestling just sucks anymore. Anyone can do it. All right. And then we have at the original plans. If it used to be for heat, maybe. And then finally, we have at Nick Stud said, agreed. Speaking of heat, like him or not, respect goes out to at Bruce Pritchard for the best religious gimmick ever. So I thought that was really interesting because something that does bother me is I used to know this person and they really did use um, the religion that they were born into, I guess you would say. So the religion that was like their family's religion, whatever, they use that as their gimmick. And maybe I'm an idiot. I probably am. I'm an idiot about a lot of things. This is probably one of them. And uh, especially when I saw your guys' numbers here. So one of the things that bothered me was I thought that this person really – was practicing that religion on how they threw it out there. Now I get what everybody's saying. It's a gimmick, blah, 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 blah. That's fine. But I guess maybe it bothered me because when I would speak to other people that were like fans or even people who just like um, were behind the scenes in wrestling, not so much wrestlers themselves, but behind the scenes in wrestling or fans, they would say that this person really inspired them because they were that religion too. And they thought it was really cool. And they felt like it was like an honor to have somebody kind of, um, I guess you would say represent them. And so maybe I'm a Mark. <laughs> and I believed it. So when I, I wrote to this person and I was like, Oh, you know, um, blah, 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 God, da, 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 and their reply was, don't talk to me about God. It makes me uncomfortable. I was like, oh, but what about your gimmick? It's, it's just a gimmick? And then that made me not like that person anymore. I felt like they were very fake and phony after that. But, like, I remember I was talking to Missy Sampson, shout out to Missy Sampson, and I had asked her what she thought about that. And she was like, honestly, like whenever I'm around that person, they don't really um, present themselves like they're religious or like anything like that. So like, you know, I could see why they said that. And to me, it was like, I don't know, it just bothered me. And hey, everybody's different, right? And I knew that, like, I don't know. So it was interesting reading your guys' comments because 
it totally makes sense what you guys are saying. It totally, totally makes sense. But to this day, whenever I see this person pop up on my timeline and somebody has a picture with them or they're on a show with somebody that I know and they're promoting the whatever, I'm just like, ugh, so fake. So fake. So I don't know. Maybe I'm the bitch in the situation. I'm the bitch in a lot of situations. I don't want to be, but it just kind of happens, you know? Fred. Oh, my goodness. Here goes Fred again. So another thing that has been pissing me off is um, not really pissing me off, I would say, but something that just makes me feel offended is my fake OnlyFans. What do I mean by my fake OnlyFans? Well, let me tell you guys something. I have not said this to anyone except Danielle. So I'm going to share it here in the VOC Nation here on Shelly Live. Look, you freaking dorks out there. That one, one dude, he's not even my ex. He's some guy that I went out with a good amount of time. But then when he lied about his identity to me, I cut his ass quick. So that dude, yeah, I know that that's you, 1,000%. It's you, and you give yourself away on OnlyFans. And then there's the OnlyFans that are on there that are people who, there's only a handful that over the years on my secret society, I had to block them on the secret society because their money is no good to me. And it takes a lot. It takes a lot to get blocked from the secret society. I may passively kick you out. How do I passively kick people out of the secret society, you ask? I'm just not very friendly to them. And the only time I pay them any attention or give them content is when it's part of the rewards that they have. So, like, whereas some people would be like, oh, just block them. I even had one um, secret society member that other secret society members would tell me after they saw how they conducted themselves in some live streams they had. They were like, you know, not everybody money, everybody's money is good. <laughs> you should just kick this dude out. So those people, you're not fooling me. If you're listening to this, now you know. I 1,000% know it's you. When we're talking on the DMs, I 1,000% know it's you. 1,000%. That other dork that I cut loose because he lied about his identity, I 1,000% know that it's you. And then that other idiot that pretty much is like a stalker. Leave me alone. I don't like that guy. He's so, such a nuisance. Dude, I know that's you. I know it's you. That's why I'm short with you. And you guys give yourselves away. Do you understand me? I'm over here telling you, you're giving yourselves away. But hey, you're going to pay me that 20 bucks a month to be part of my side? Go ahead. Go look at my pictures. Go and buy my pictures. Look at my videos. Whatever. That's your business. Just like OnlyFans and my secret society is my business. And it's just, it's just so, like, you think you're, you think you're fooling me. You're not. <laughs> this is just your cheap little attempt to still be a part of my world 
when look, you just would have asked right in the beginning, it wouldn't even be a problem. Ay, 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 freaking people, I swear. And then this morning, oh my God, I had to deal with a couple of different people who give me gave me attitude, such attitude, when like they were assuming something that it was not like at all. I dealt with one situation where somebody thought I was that I was insinuating that they were a liar when really I was informing them about some information they needed to know about, about a payment. And what, you know, sometimes, you know, being over here on OnlyFans creator, a secret society creator, getting money, like I see things on my back end that maybe people don't realize. And so I was just trying to help them out and let them know, look, dude, I don't know what's going on, but this is the deal, blah, blah, blah. And he got all pissy with me, threw me ugly vibes. Now, granted, he did apologize and said, like, you know, he shouldn't have assumed that's fine. But to be honest, I was just like, this is where Petty Shelley comes in. Yesterday, I had made some very sexy content for this person. And I felt stupid because, like, I was like, you know what? Um, you know, I'm feeling really awesome right now. Like, finally, I don't feel like throwing up. Like, I'm just going to, like shoot some really super sexy content for this person. So when that happened, I was just like, you know what, whatever. Now I feel stupid for going out of my way creating all this. So I deleted it. Not all of it. But the stuff that was like ultra sexy, I was like, I'm deleting it. Like, I'm I'm so over this. Like, they told me they were like, I don't like being called liar. I was like, I'm not calling you a liar. Scroll up. Like, I'm just telling you. And then the conversation ended with, I'm not a liar. I know I didn't say you were. Gosh. You know, I'm just a vampire trying to make it in this cold-ass world. You know what I'm saying? Like, ay, ay, ay. And then I go to my OnlyFans, and I'm doing this thing right now to where – I think I started it on August 14th, so I, 14th or 15th, it was around there, that I said, okay, whoever, I have like 20 subscriptions that when your first month is going to be $10 for the month for trial, the people that fill up that will get a thank you video, right? Well, people have been signing up. There's a couple spots left. Hold on and drink this water. There's a couple spots left still. So, um, you know, you can go there and grab it before they're gone. But uh, the sale ends on September 1st, by the way. So I'm going to send people thank you videos for signing up for it, whatever. And I had, and then I started to lose track because on my end on OnlyFans, it would only let me go back so far without having to, like, go in the deep back end and it's going to take a lot of time. So I made a video yesterday on my OnlyFans just saying, hey, like if this is you, like hit me up. And I said, you know what? Like I'm just going to go and say this. During the month of August, if you were in the month of August, I'll give you a video. So these are now including people who did not, right? So somebody wrote me who signed up, um, I think it was, I, I, you know, I'm going to look right now. But I'm, I think that they signed up um, 
before I had made that offer. So yesterday when they were like, oh, oh, I signed up in August. I was like, okay, great. So like I went through my whole thing and like, hold on a second. Let me see here. Seventeen days ago. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen. Okay, so yeah, it was before that. And they're like, I was in the month of August, the video. Okay, cool. Well, honestly, yesterday I didn't get to doing those videos because I wanted to wait for more people to hit me up so I could just do them. I had a really cute outfit on, like whatever. And then I ended up starting to feel sick again and then I really started feeling sick. So I was like, dude, I'm done. I'm putting my normal clothes on. I'm gonna go lay down. So I didn't get to them. I'm actually doing them today after I'm hanging out with you guys. So they, I did a pay-per-view video yesterday that I also post in the direct messages on OnlyFans. And it was like a $10 video. And so then I woke up this morning to them saying, I had to pay for my thank you video, seriously? And I was like, no. And because at this point, I already had had it with people. Like, I already had gotten, like, to it and, like, whatever and, like, you're bothering me. And so he was like, oh, negative, what do you mean? And then he started telling me he didn't mean to come off that way, blah, blah, blah. But I just don't understand how saying, okay, I'll even, I'll even say it without, like, an attitude, okay. So I have to pay to see, to see my thank you video. Seriously, that still sounds ugly. Like, if it just said, so I have to pay to see my thank you video, there, there can be, like, room from, like, oh, it's not clear, blah, blah, blah. But to put seriously, that's like you're being a dick. Whether you're being playful or not, it's like that's how it's coming off. Like, why did you have to put seriously at the end? You made sure to put seriously at the end. It meant something. So why? And then I said, well, the part where you put seriously, and that's when they said, oh, I was joking, da-da-da, I think you're great, like, blah, blah, blah. And they were very nice about it. But to be honest with you, I'm glad that I said something where some people were like, oh, just ignore it. No, I'm glad I did because I'm like, dude. And maybe this person didn't realize that when they communicate that way that it comes off aggressive. Just like I had somebody recently. I don't I, – this is probably a Shelly issue, but I don't like people telling me what to do. In the sense of, um, in my life, one of my live streams recently, somebody was like, had said something, and then I was like, oh, what do you mean? And they were like, look at my picture, da 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 da, and it's like, ew, like I'm hosting a live stream here, like what do you, what do you want? Like go look at your picture, like no, don't tell me what to do, like just say what you got to say, you know what I mean? Like little things like that. So like, that's how I kind of felt like. It was, like, that kind of, like, vibe, like, oh, well, seriously? And it just rubbed me so wrong, and I'm just like, oh, my God. Like, I just can't. Now, maybe because I'm just bothered by all these kinds of different things that these little petty things are just tipping me over. But, like, uh, from my health to Fred's health, It's just the hot. <laughs> it's hot. It's been a rough couple weeks. It's been a real rough couple weeks. But you know what? At the end of the day, I've been able to start 
understanding myself more, like the whole thing with Fred, when I have to figure out what's best for Fred, when I have to figure out how to understand him, it's changing me as a person. It's helping me exercise controlling my emotions. Having to deal with customer service, a.k.a. these, you know, members that I have on my site, it's like, it, it, even though it can be a bit much, it helps me look at myself and be like, why am I bothered? Like the guy that was like, look at my picture, blah, 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 blah. When I realized who they were, I was like, oh. And they had been real bossy with me before, and I didn't like it. And the difference with this person is that I do know them in real life, but it was like we went to school together when, like, we were kids. So, like, it just made sense why I was bothered by it. You know what I mean? Just like when I guy said, sir, it's whiny. <laughs> Again, maybe I'm a bitch. Probably. But I'm just kind of, like, at my ends. But I, there's something that I keep trying to remind myself of is whenever things kind of like it's one thing after another, even though it kind of piles up and can frustrate you and can make you just want to lose your damn mind, I feel like that's when you're presented an opportunity to grow. You can either be resistant and just be like, oh, these bad things keep happening one thing after another, da 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 and be a victim or regroup and be like, okay, what can I do to fix this? Not everything's in your control, but what you can do to fix the situation as best as you can. Sometimes you can't fix the situation. But to at least be able to have control over your own emotions when dealing with situations, I feel you'll gain something out of it. Because it's hard, especially if you're already having a hard day. In my case, a hard couple weeks. So when these things come at you, it's kind of like draining. It's so easy to just be like, I give up. But something that's been keeping me going, and even though I've been, like, fighting this whole funk, is I know it's not going to last forever. That every little issue that bothers me, there's something to learn that's going to help me in life, because it already has. And I just want to be the best version of myself I can be. You know what I mean? That's when I'm more useful to people. And much like I like to make people laugh, that's what I live for, make people smile. I also, in that, I like want to bring any kind of positive energy that I can bring to others and whatever they absorb from it, you know. And if I'm stuck too long, in that learning process when I've been in those bad moods for years. Like, you don't even know. <laughs> I mean, maybe you have an a idea based on 
what I put out there on social media and stuff like that. But you don't really know. Only people who truly know me know what I've been going through in the last five, six years. And not everybody that knows me well in my private life even knows half of it. So there's like three people in this entire universe that truly know the deal and what's been my journey. And it has not been easy. But I know that I meant to talk about it and to share it with all of you fine people out there because I do have these platforms to express myself and share. And I don't look at it lightly. Even today when somebody signed up for my um, OnlyFans and they were like, you know, I really enjoy reading the stuff that you would post on your social media about Judaism. And that just, like, meant so much to me because I kind of held – like, I don't write as much as I used to, but that's not because, like, I'm trying not to. It's just that, like – I just look at social media differently now. It's weird. I don't know if you noticed, like, the way I go about social media now is a little different. I used to be all about it and thought it was fun and awesome and there was so much to gain from it. And there is, but I don't have as much fun with it. I don't think it's as awesome. I gave up on the hashtag a long ass time ago. It's weird. When the corona happened, that's when I was like, hashtags are BS. Like, who the F cares? Stupid hashtags. And it sucks because there were times where I would think that hashtags were fun, right? Like, Hashtag Fred Mertz whenever I was, you know, post a photo of him or something like that. But now I'm just like, what's the point? What's the point? Who cares about this hashtag? Just joining in on something. And then when you have things like these different hashtags for movements, like, you know, in the scene, some people just use it in vain. And, hey, if you use hashtags, I'm not dogging you. I'm just saying, like, that's how I looked at it. It's like, when people started misusing these hashtags and just, like, for their own egos, you know what I mean? Just, like, not for what it's about, but for, like, their egos, it was, like, it made me sick. And it made me feel like I don't want to participate in hashtags anymore. Like, today, it's so crazy. On my um, Instagram that I have made for my Secret Society and OnlyFans previews, it's Shelly Martinez previews on Instagram. Um and the first, like, I started putting some hashtags in the posts. Like, I was going through them earlier and adding them. And the only reason why I was doing it is because I'm trying to gain back those followers that I had before Instagram took it away. But those people are the ones that are going to be interested in, like, preview channel or page or whatever. So when I was sitting there, I was like, man, I used to spend so much time with all these hashtags. And then look what happened to my Instagram. I mean, I stopped doing it for a while, but it just got taken away, like all of that hard work. And truth be told, like, if my Instagram was just a personal page, right? Like, I didn't use it to promote anything. It was just personal. It wouldn't bother me as much. It would still bother me because the thing that bothers me the most about the Instagram thing is I had on my highlights a thing of the Mertzes that I compiled for years. And there was a lot of videos on there of Ethel. Now, what stings the most out of that whole Instagram fiasco? 
So that's why I gave up that hashtag life. I don't know about you guys. Do you hashtag? Let me know. Give me a call. 657-838-1666. That's 657-383-1666. Pick up sticks. I'm going to take a little break, and when we come back, we'll see if we have any calls. And then I made another post on Instagram, so we'll see if anyone replied to that. And then we'll end my little Shelly rant episode here. You're listening to Shelly Live on VOC Nation of VRB. This is Lance Storm, and if I can be serious for a minute, you're listening to VOC Nation Worldwide. VOC Nation is one of the longest-running wrestling podcast networks. Having started way back in 2010, VOC Nation provides daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with their hosts and guests via phone calls, emails, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts also include former backstage interviewer from both AWA and WWE, Ken Resnick, former WCW performer The Maestro, former Impact performer Wes Crisco, Pro Wrestling Illustrated contributor Brady Hicks, and former Philadelphia radio personality Bruce Works. VOC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling with History, featuring Ken Resnick and Bruce Works, streaming live on Wednesday nights at 9.30 p.m. Eastern and In the Room, featuring Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks and WCW alum The Maestro. Both shows take callers live during the show, and recent guests have included General Adnan, Tito Santana, Haku, Earl Hebner, Danger Sandy Davis, Jimmy Hart, Ricky Steamboat, Brodus Clay, and so many more. Archive-free content includes past interviews with huge names like Hulk Hogan, Jesse Ventura, Kurt Angle, Sting, Mick Foley, Joey Styles, Howard Finkel, and so many more. Listen live at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all the podcasts by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. And be sure to follow these guys on Twitter, at VOC Nation. Rock and Roll Union for the past two years has been the place for rock and roll, new rock and roll, debuting rock and roll, and some of the old classics as well. We have welcomed guests from around the world, national artists and more. We have excited many people by our live events. We've welcomed everybody into the fold, and we continue to do so on a weekly basis. Guys, that is Rock and Roll Union, and that is what we do for you. Saturdays, 6 p.m. Eastern, VOCNation.com. Wakey, wakey, eggs and bakey. The morning after, right here on the VOC Nation radio network. Brady Hicks and... Homeboy Rap Boy here. I tell you what, we got a good show right here in the afternoon at 12 o'clock. Eastern Standard Time on the VOC Nation. Talking wrestling, football, news, whatever's going on in the world today. VOCNation.com. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week. Talking dream matches. Taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out. VOCNation.com. WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation radio network. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. This is Matt Hardy, and you are listening to the VOC Nation.
Rock and Roll Union for the past two years has been the place for rock and roll, new rock and roll, debuting rock and roll, and some of the old classics as well. We have welcomed guests from around the world, national artists and more. We have excited many people by our live events. We've welcomed everybody into the fold, and we continue to do so on a weekly basis. Guys, that is Rock and Roll Union, and that is what we do for you. Saturdays, 6 p.m. Eastern, VOCNation.com. Since 2012, HIC Talk Radio has been bringing you the best of independent wrestling and wrestling on the worldwide scale with interviews and other segments now featuring the wrestling historian with Craig Legon. Every Thursday night at 6 p.m. at VOCNation.com or go to your Android or iPhone and type in VOC Nation Radio Network and subscribe to the greatest wrestling podcast network in the world. Listen to HIAC Wrestling Podcast today. VOC Nation provides live daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with the hosts and guests by phone call, email, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts include the legendary Ken Resnick, you probably remember from the AWA and WWE, former WCW performer The Maestro, Wes Briscoe, who you probably remember from Impact. Brady Hicks, who you remember from Pro Wrestling Illustrated. Former WWE and TNA star Shelly Martinez. And former Philly radio personality Yay. Bruce Wirt. VOC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling with History, featuring Ken Resnick and Bruce Wirt, streaming live on Wednesday nights at 9.30 Eastern. And, of course, In the Room, featuring Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks and WCW alum The Maestro. And, by the way, both of these shows take callers live during the show. What are you waiting for? Go listen live right now at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all of our podcasts by searching for VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. Oh, and follow them on Twitter, too, at VOCNation. Wakey, wakey, eggs and bakey. The morning after, right here on the VOC Nation Radio Network, Brady Hicks and... On boy, rap boy here. I tell you what, we got a good show right here in the afternoon at 12 o'clock. Eastern Standard Time on the VOC Nation. Talking wrestling, football, news, whatever's going on in the world today. VOCNation.com. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. Welcome back. You're listening to Shelly Live here on VOC Nation. Of course, I am Shelly. Definitely not the hostess with the mostest because... I went to my Instagram where I made a video and I said, who's tuning in? Comment below and I'll shout you out at the end of the, at the end of the show. And I did a video on Snapchat, which is Shelly uh, from Cali 4. And um, I put it on my Instagram just so I can be like, oh, that'd be cool. So I only had one person. Oh, one person. What do you people want from me? You know, <laughs> you get mad if I don't have an Instagram. You get mad that I don't interact with you guys. Then I do it, and then it's cricket. Look. Look. I'm just trying to connect with you people out there. (laughs) Maybe the truth is none of you give a crap about me, and that is fine. That is fine. (laughs) But you know who gives a crap about me? Go Yakul. Fellow on Instagram that goes by G O Y A C L K. He cares. And he says, 
definitely running in. <laughs> so I hope you're listening, amigo. And if you are, give me a call because I'm going to end here soon. But, hey, you still got some time. 657-383-1666. Again, 657-383-1666 is the number to call me. And I also wanted to throw out there, I'll make sure to tweak this <clears throat> when we're done here. But um, for mine and Danielle's podcast that we have, uh, the Wake and Bake Morning Show, it is coming back. It's patient. But we had a Martinez Girls hotline. And what we would do is when people would leave a message on the hotline, we would play it on the next uh, Wake and Bake. So I know a lot of you out there, listen to this when it's the replay. You don't necessarily get to tune in when it's live. <clears throat> so I wanted to offer you guys the Martinez Girls Hotline. Leave me a message on there, and then next week I will play it here on Shelly Live on VOC Nation. And that number is 323-391-4764. You can text, and you can leave a voicemail. And definitely, definitely um, either play your message or read your text. Again, that that Martinez Girls Hotline is 323-391. Gosh, I'm messing it up. Okay. Back to truck up. 323-391-4764. Again, 323-391-4764. All right, so I wanted to also bring up, and I'm going to keep bringing it up until I don't have to bring it up anymore, uh, my secret society. So as a lot of you know, I have been trying to figure out my damn secret society site out. I've been trying to leave the Patreon platform, no offense to Patreon, but it's just not a good place for my secret society. It's a great place for my podcast, but not so much for my secret society. So um, I have been trying for gosh over a year to get the me- a membership site going that I run but the problem I've been coming into is not being able to connect with somebody and hire somebody that does membership sites the closest I had was uh, I just went online and I went to this um, website <clears throat> that dealt with adult sites primarily and I thought that was perfect for me because if it's a even though I don't do nude or topless, like I do have smoking marijuana, I have drinking, um, and then I have a lot of lingerie. So I wanted to make sure that ever system I went with, it was going to be A-OK as far as getting paid because that's what the problem is. It's not so much that, like, let's say with WordPress doesn't want you to have an adult type or 18-plus, I should say, site. It's more so like PayPal and the credit card companies. So that's why it was tricky to get in touch with somebody that knows what's up with that or that that's what they do for a living. And every time I would get involved with somebody, either it was – here's the thing. People that were willing to help me didn't know anything about membership sites for 18 And then – People that have 18-plus sites, I would ask them who built their site for them. They would direct me to who did, and then those people blew me off. So, okay. And then I was like, okay, then I went to this adult site where you can buy, like, a template or you can have them build it for you. I opted to have them build it for me, and it just became a headache. If you guys remember a few uh, Shelly Lives ago 
where I talked about how the guy was like telling me that I was low IQ and just really lame. <clears throat> so that's when um, one of my homegirls, Ashley Graham, shout out to her. She's on my Twitter. You'll see me interact with her. You can look her up too. She does a lot of fetish stuff. Um, who did her site. And then she had mentioned to me that there was this platform, kind of like what Patreon does for me, like it's a third party, but they cater towards gals like myself. So that sensory isn't there. <clears throat> so that's what I'm doing for now. It's not forever, but that's just what I'm doing for now because I just, I, I just need to get everything squared away. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So what I'm doing right now is anyone that is on my secret society currently right now, they get a free the month of August for free on the new site. All you have to do is direct message me on Patreon and give me the username that you want to be used on the new site and the email you'd like to register, and I will send you the rest of August for free. Now, for those of you who maybe just want to check it out, the way I have it set up, and this is what was cool about going with this platform um, that I'm going through, this third party, is they allow me to do kind of like how OnlyFans has it to where you can have like a trial. So for the general Secret Society membership, which is access to everything on the site, which means all the videos, all the photos, all the blogs, um, I need to continue to, I just, I put a couple of my customs up there, but those are clips that people can buy, right? Like a clip store. But if you're part of the Secret Society, you get to see the library for free. It comes with your membership. So there's that. And then um, I do a monthly live stream as well. And right now I'm using Periscope in a private group, but the third party that I use, I'm working on their live stream within the site. So as soon as that's going, I'll be able to do that. But for now I do it on Periscope. So that's what gets you, and that's $10 to sign up for your first 30 days. And then it's $20 after that. Man, during the commercial break, I took a really big long grip. So pardon me over here clearing my throat. <coughs> Excuse me. And so there's also um, a limited amount of memberships for my bike club. My bike club, they get access to the whole site. And you also, oh, and if you sign up for my secret society, you get to be added to the secret society feed on Snapchat as well. It's a separate feed from the public ones. And um, especially when I'm doing my shoots, and I shoot every week. I always try to do some behind the scenes and stuff like that. And the Bike Club, they have their own feed, which is more of like like more sexy stuff. And um, they get also a monthly sexy video. And um, I'm there's this app called Boxer. I don't know if you're familiar with it. It's like a walkie-talkie, and um, you know, you can just send voice messages to people. I keep in touch with a lot of my friends, or I used to. Nobody wants to box with me, but I used to keep in touch with a lot of my friends because everyone lives in different states, sometimes different countries, so it's just an awesome way um, to stay connected because I'm a firm believer that this is why I love Voxer in my personal life, aside from my bike club. The reason why I love Voxer is because sometimes you want to talk to whoever, but, you know, maybe they're in a different time zone or maybe you just want to tell them something, but you can't really get into the conversation right away. Voxer is so awesome for that because I can't tell you how many times my friend Natalie, she lives in um, Australia. And I cannot tell you how many times 
we've had such deep conversations. But really, if we were on the phone, it probably would have been like two-hour conversation. But it ended up being like a three- or four-day Voxer Fest because we have lives. We're in different time zones, and, you know, we wanted to be present when we were listening to these voicemails. So that's why I love Voxer, and that's what inspired me to be like, you know what, it's a free app. If people want to be on it that are on the bike club, like, why the hell not? Like, I think it'll be cool. So what I do is every week I send each individual bike club member a uh, message on there. And it's up to them. Some people will text me back on there. You can text on there. And some people will send me a voice message back, and that's cool, too. Um, so, yeah, so then there's that. And I feel like I'm missing something else with the bike club. So I guess what you're saying, I'm saying is you just get more sexy content, and it's more exclusive. Again, there's only 10 spots. Right now, there's only, I believe, four left. Yeah. So there's four spots left. And you can get that for the trial of $75 for the first 30 days, and then it's 100 after that. And then, of course, I have my VIP, <clears throat> which really is only one person like that I have. I don't really um, offer it up. So it's, I just say it because it's there, and I don't want people to get confused. But really, that was just meant for one person. So it's $250. It's expensive, whatever. So um, that's separate. So if you guys want to check that out, you definitely should go to Shelly'sSecretSociety.com. Go check that out. If you don't care, that's fine, too. <laughs> you could see. Um, but if you do care about keeping up with me and you don't want to pay for it, go to ShellyTV.com. ShellyTV.com is where I do my live stream every Friday at 5 o'clock. And I post videos that YouTube is mad at me about. Or um, I'm, I'm trying to do this whole series, Manic Monday. I'm going to film one today, even though today's Tuesday. <laughs> oh, the Shelly life, right? So there's just like ex- exclusive things on there, which you don't have to pay for. All you got to do is sign up. And it is linked to OnlyFans, but it's a free OnlyFans account. So don't get scared. You're not going to get charged anything. It's 1,000% free. Um, you know, I just wanted to leave that as a way to still stay connected with my Secret Society members who are maybe like on the dollar tier or $5 tier currently. And they really can't, you know, afford to do $20 a month. You know, I know times are tough. I get it 1,000%. So that's why I wanted to at least give those people something that they can go to and they could still see what I'm up to and the things that they enjoy, you know, on Patreon that, um, you know, that they were, they got kind of used to, you know, and I feel bad that I can't offer that on the new platform and here's why in case you're confused and you're a secret society member listening to this the reason why I'm able to have the general secret society membership that you can sign up for the bike club and then the VIP is because I can send individually on the site bike club members content but anything I post on the site the general uh, secret society members are going to be able to see. So I guess what I'm saying is, is there's no actual like tiers per se on there because it's one membership. I'm just able to offer something that I give extra content to like the bike club and the VIP because um, that stuff is stuff that typically I put out, you know, privately to them anyways. So as soon, I promise you guys, just be patient. I, I'm talking to myself when I say this. 
the tears are going to come back. I will have coming back after September 1st and, you know, I'm not using Patreon anymore. And I'm going to keep Patreon active for anyone that wants to see archive stuff. And I'm probably going to keep it for my podcast still. But um, I promise you guys, as soon as I'm able to get to where I don't need a third party and I have someone build a membership site for me that's legit to where all my eyes are dotted, all my T's are crossed, crossing your T's, dotting your eyes, what is it? So, like, all of that's taken care of. I'm going to bring back that love at first bite dollar tier, and it'll be back. I'm just so sorry that it can't happen now, but... Another reason why I was really eager to move away from Patreon is because they started adding taxes on that. And I know that really affected some people and I don't want it to be like that, you know? So I'm just trying to make it work for everyone, a nice environment for all, you know? All right. Well, I have no calls because no one cares and that's fine. And there's probably two people listening, but Hey, shout out to you. Just kidding. But anyways, call my Martinez Girls Hotline, you guys. If you want to leave me a message or text, if you're shy, you can totally give me a text. Let me pull up that number again because I don't know it by heart. I should. 323-391-4764. Next week, I'll be back in full effect over here. I got some things that I'm working on, some little segments for you guys, trying to get all fancy and legit over here. And uh, I hope you guys have a great rest, rest of your week, and I'll see you guys on my live stream on Friday, the Regal Happy Hour video chat on Shelly TV at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And until then, I'm Shelly from Cali, and I'll be smelling you later. Adios.